Welcome to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I'm your host, Derek L. Calhoun. KIPP, for short, brings you an exclusive look at the nature of humanity as we interface with culture and society in and out of our relationship with God. It explores the unique and contrasting position of having a biblical worldview versus a secular or societal worldview. I will explore these topics using the powerful and dynamic tools of the didactic narrative, teaching a relevant truth through storytelling, biblical exposition, teaching Bible principles, and of course, real talk. My background scans a diversity of over 35 years of work in education, government, law, ministry, business development, and consulting, respectively. Each guest speaker will bring a variety of wisdom and insight to life topics and situations that we encounter on a daily basis. So all I need you to do now as listeners is to sit back and enjoy the podcast, spread the word about KIPP, the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I will be your host, Derek L. Calhoun. That's hashtag KIP, hashtag KIP. Help me to make KIP your favorite Friday podcast. Now, let's get started. Hello, KIP Nation. Welcome to another episode of Kingdom Influencing Podcast. We are glad that you chose to tune in and to share this moment with us. And um, we hope that we will say something that will encourage you, motivate you, or just even enhance you. So we are here and we are going to take it away. We're going to take it away. Thank you so much, my lovely wife. This, of course, is our special series that we have put together for 2022. We call it Simply, Simply Us. Us. <laughs> and we hope that uh, this series will bless you and, as my wife said, enhance you, motivate you, inspire you, uh, give you a different way of looking at things. Uh, we've been talking about over the last uh, week, this will be our second week, uh, talking about the selfless servant. And one of the things that we want to uh, talk about today is that to be a selfless servant, you have to represent what we call true servant leadership, true servant leadership. Now, true servant leadership can be impactful in the marketplace. It can be impactful in the church. It can be impactful in just about any arena where you have other people or people serving each other. And so it's not about who's the boss per se. It's about who knows how to outserve each other on behalf of the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And so today we want to talk about the true servant leader. And here's the first point. This would be point number four, because I think we did three points last week. We did. But point number four is true servant leadership sees Jesus as the ultimate model of servant leadership. So in the marketplace, that would simply mean that the leader of a marketplace organization or marketplace nonprofit is not looking to dominate his employees, is not looking to uh, belittle his employees or intimidate his employees, but that individual is looking to enhance, motivate, inspire, and capture the very essence of their greater them. You know, their, their, their ability to do uh, 
that we have not seen yet. They have not captured it yet. They have not understood it yet. But that leader is able to capture the essence of who they were. And, and we see that in the Bible with mm -hmm. Jesus and the disciples. You know, we know they were fishermen and tax collectors and so on and so forth. And their natural lifestyles, you know, were not of the greatest magnitude. And we know they were rejected by the synagogue. But understanding the fact that Jesus brought out the best in them. Exactly. And a good leader sees his, his team or her team and they know how to bring out the true essence, the value of the person. They can bring it to the surface. So if we can bring it to the surface, then we're actually getting their highest and best use. And they also get excited about that. Exactly. Because now a part of them that they didn't know that they possessed or they knew something was there. But now they get to see themselves in, um, what is it, 3D? Okay. You know? a, and a different light. Exactly. So so then there's a, a, a place where we have to allow them to grow to so we're not trying to inhibit them but we're trying to encourage them to a place of self-actualization if you will mm -hmm. where they actually realize who they are and and the god that's in them exactly and, and actually what they're capable of doing exactly so so that's that's part of being the jesus leadership model but something else we see in the jesus leadership model that pertains to his relationship with the father and we kind of talked about that last week, mm -hmm. how he would steal away and pray. So what are we saying? We're saying that you cannot find that, uh, what was the word you used? That The inside of them, the essence. You essence. cannot find their essence. And we could even call it rare essence if we know the catch <laughs> with that. But you can't find their rare essence unless you pray. Because only God knows how to motivate people and get them to the place where he wants them to be. Only God knows how to find that hidden jewel or that diamond in the rough. Yeah, because he created us. He has the blueprint. And so if he's the architect, then you go back to the architect, sit at his table, and get the download. So once you get that download, you can now become, if you will, uh, 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 an injector, if you will, almost like can a fuel it. injector, enhancer. Mm -hmm. you, you can really <laughs> tap into Yeah who that uh, employee is really? or who that parishioner is and bring them to that next level yeah. and continue to grow them to the next mm -hmm. level because what we find when we scratch the surface is just that, just the beginning. Exactly. And there's much, much more to that individual than what we see well, with the naked what, eye. Even what they know about themselves. And even what they know about themselves. <clears throat> so true leaders, true servant leaders see others as hybrids of his or her leadership and respect their gifting. They understand that everybody on the team plays a role and is a completer and not a competitor. So if we're in a, uh, a business environment, if we're in a business environment, we have to see everybody on our staff and everyone on our team or everyone in our ministry as completers. We have to see them as people that we have to say, I got it. I got it. Everybody on the team brings something to the table. Mm hmm everybody and they may seem the least of these but the least of these can bring the greatest gift and so our job as leader is to understand that yes we 
have a, a degree of, of, of leadership, which involves impartation, which involves vision casting, which involves setting the tone. Mm-hmm. But it also involves us being able to see what's already in them so that we don't use a one size fits Fit all. all mentality. Mm-hmm. We have to individualize our leadership. Almost like teaching. Mm-hmm. You have the, what are those, the, the tactile learner, the, the visual, the, visual, auditory. the auditory, <clears throat> and all of the different learning styles uh, enhance or encompass the nature of, of human beings. So on the same token, there is a language that each human being speaks that brings out the very best in them and also shows us who they really are. And we have to allow them to be part us. And and part themselves, so they in essence are a hybrid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's and it's uh, like you said, it's a completer, and they're not competition because eventually they're going to evolve and become proficient. You know, maybe even better than you, and you were the teacher. But you know, but it's okay, you know, because the student is never greater than the teacher. You know, even though it seems that way, but they will never. <clears throat> I don't want to say surpass because that's not necessarily true, but they would never. Um, but that's that's a good word. Okay, they would never surpass the teacher because the ultimate teacher is Jesus Christ. So in order for that to happen, they have to go to Him. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. That the the the, the student's never going to be greater than a leader, but the student can do greater things than a leader. And exactly. Jesus said that. Yeah. Greater Great. things that you do than even I did. And some people mm-hmm. say it was just about the years that it was in the earth, but it's, it's more to it than that. It's that with the enhanced uh, presence of Jesus Christ in our lives, we can do anything. All, we can do all things to Christ okay. Jesus that strengthens yeah. us. So let's look at um, uh, number, number six. six. True leadership, and I think you said this already, true servant leadership uh, are not threatened by the giftings of others and pray to God to bless and expand the roles that each team player will play in the lives of other people. Mm-hmm. So that speaks to me, <clears throat> you know, if you're a leader and you have a team around you, whether you're in corporate or um, your own company or even in ministry, that when you sit back and you think about those that work with you and they are totally gifted and they're just good at what they do whether you've taught them or had any part in that or not it should bring a smile to your face and it should warm your heart because wow thank you I don't have to just grind 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 you know it's not so hard it's not so you know tedious for me because they bring a a large component to the table already Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and so that should make you feel really warm and fuzzy inside and and it should want to help you to or make you rather want to pray for them and want to be a blessing to them, you know, and not kind of be standoffish or rigid around them or have some type of feelings or as the kids say, make you feel some kind of way. You shouldn't feel any kind of way. You should, you should be an exuberant state because Mm -hmm. they are gifted and they have come to help you to make your load lighter, to make your job easier. So, and I, and I think in making your load lighter, and I think we discussed this last week, that that doesn't mean that they have to do it your way. Exactly. And I think that's a critical component for all leaders to understand that just because you are their employer or just because you're the boss or you're the significant leader uh, in uh, on a team or staff or whatever you know the composition may be, it does not give you the right 
to impose you impose you on them but but it gives you the right to plant a garden and see that garden grow and see that garden go through rough times and water that garden feed that feed the garden and and we're talking about the the whatever's growing in the garden but feed it and then nurture it to a place where you watch it bloom and when it blooms that bloom is part of your success that's part of your victory that's part of something that as you say you should be exuberant about and ingratiated about you should be happy that these people are successful and it doesn't diminish you at all and in all actuality it makes you a great great leader and that would be the essence of true servant leader because it's not about you it's about the people that you serve and Mm -hmm. the people that are under you Mm -hmm. it's not about you being greater it's about them being greater Mm -hmm. and watch this by virtue of them being greater you will be greater because if you can make the froth rise to the top and you're the cherry, (laughs) (laughs) that means the cherry is going to be on top and the cherry is going to be seen because of its distinct color and your distinct leadership style. So um, think about that. It's a win-win situation. It's a win-win situation. And that's a a business mandate. Everything Mm -hmm. has to be win-win. Win for this side, win for that side. And it also, when they retire or they resign or they transition to another position, guess what? They have great things to say about you. They have great things to say about the organization. And guess what? They want people to be in your staff. They refer people to your staff. They refer people to your leadership. And don't forget, the people over you are watching the way that you've grown this leadership team. And at the end of the day, they're going to see how you have bloomed and and taken people who were marginal and expanded on Mm -hmm. what people thought was you know their marginality and increased them and that's going to be to your credit and you'll see the end uh in those uh the blessings from the lord (laughs) uh and you know what what is that called they get those those dividend checks yes all right number seven the true servant leaders interaction with other servant leaders or other people is based on the same interactions that Jesus had with people in scripture. And let me say this is to kind of bring clarity to it. Jesus only brought people in his circles as a divine initiative. In other words, God led him in all in the, all interactions as a part of the master plan. So here we are in the business realm. We have what we call cycles of networking. You don't want to network with just anybody. Mm -hmm. You don't want to do business Mm -hmm. with just anybody. Mm -hmm. You don't want to develop partnerships with just anybody. But every partnership, every networking colleague, and every uh, uh, business interface where you're going to be interfacing with another company or, or synergizing with another organization you want to make sure that you have laid before the throne of grace and that God have given you the okay and said, let's go with this company. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes you're looking at time constraints. You're looking at financial constraints. You're looking at meeting in, in quarterly goals and end and, and, uh, time assessments. We get it. But the point of the matter is you can pick the wrong person on Tuesday 
and miss the right person coming on Thursday. That's right. Because you were impetuous, because you couldn't wait, because you couldn't see the, the, the I don't have, what's that terminology? You can't see the, the, forest, for the, the forest for the trees. You couldn't see the forest for the trees and you literally messed up mm-hmm. because now you got this uh, uh, partner on Tuesday who's going to sink you and sink your business like a sinking ship and you had no clue but God knew all things yeah. and all you had to do was wait because the person or the organization that was going to enhance you mm-hmm. was just two days away. That's right. And we understand that even when Jesus walked the earth, you know, in the flesh as, as God wrapped in flesh as his son, he never did anything outside of what his father instructed him to do. So in other words, if he didn't do it and he's the example setter, then why do we do it? You know, you can either walk in peace or you can walk in chaos. If you walk in the flesh, you're walking in chaos. If you walk in the spirit, you walk in peace. So you choose. And that's ultimately what we want to do. We want to be able to walk in peace. We want to be able to glorify God. And we want to understand divine initiative. And and I think we've been weaving at through our conversation mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. And it's a simple thing. Don't move unless God tells you to move. Now, you may think you're waiting too long, but we encourage you to wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen mm-hmm. thy heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. On the Lord. Yeah. What's that other scripture that talks about uh, direct God will direct your paths? Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Yeah. It- Acknowledge God in all his ways, and he shall direct thy path. Yeah, that scripture? Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> we have to acknowledge God. Yeah. We can't pretend like he doesn't exist. We have to live within the context of, of his kingdom, allow him to be the king, mm-hmm. allow us to be the servants, and allow him to enhance, motivate, and instill in us the kinds of things that will make for a successful uh, business endeavor. All right, so number eight. Number eight, all servant leaders have significant gifts, but these gifts are not just to be used to form a club of significant leaders. So we're not trying to form a a bless me club (laughs) or, you know, this is the greatest uh, thing on earth type club because it's not about finding people who represent the greatest. It's about finding links in a chain Mm -hmm. that represent a strong component that cannot be broken. Mm -hmm. You have to find the right links. You don't need all A-type personalities. You don't need all, you know, lamb-like personalities. You, you need a combination of different types of personalities and different gifts brought together in a synergistic effort to create a, a team, a marketing division, a sales division, uh, uh, evangelistic team mm-hmm. or administrative team, whatever it is you're doing, you need the right combination of people that get along mm-hmm. or, or at least are have the potential to get along right. so that they can <clears throat> achieve the goals that God has set forth in the kingdom. Absolutely. And, and again, I will reiterate that you put people in their highest and best use. You know, even if you are running short, don't have the manpower or whatever, you don't just place people because you're really uh, putting, you know, 
a fault line in your business, you know what I mean? Or whatever it is, because if people are not in their highest and best use, they're going to burn out. Because yeah. they are, ex- they're going to be exasperated because they're not being used where God intended them to be used, and exactly. how He intended them to be used. So that's just a little wisdom tidbit. You know, um, I remember when we pastored. Sometimes we would, you know, stick people in positions, and you know, just to fill that void, and it wasn't a good thing. And so we just got to the point where we just. If we didn't have it, we didn't have it. Yeah. You know, and that works so much better because when you try to make an apple fit, in, I mean, a circle fit inside of a square, I mean, think about it. Think about the pressure it takes to fit that apple inside of that square. Mm-hmm. And just imagine that with people. It's just not a good fit. It doesn't work in the long run. And the goal is the end game, the end result. And I think sometimes if people think that you have to do something, we don't have to do anything. As a matter of fact, the reason you can't find a leader or a person for that position may simply be because that position is now ready to be phased out. It's like a rocket ship. Yeah, it goes in the air. It gets to certain uh, points of atmosphere. And at each point of atmosphere or height and speed or whatever the dynamics are, a rocket falls off. And so sometimes there are rockets falling off from our organizations that we thought were necessary, but actually weren't necessary. And we need to cancel that particular uh, position or that title, mm-hmm. take on the people that we do have, work within the confines of that, and have a successful operation in spite of what we think and or see. Because God knows. He knows all God things. knows. Pray about it. Pray through everything. Pray through every business decision, every ministry decision, every decision that affects your organization, whether you're in a nonprofit, for-profit, uh, for-profit or mm-hmm. or what any other type of any C Corp, S Corp, but you know, LLC, doesn't matter. You need to pray about what it is you're doing. Well, hey, we've enjoyed this time with you today. Yes, we have. And uh, we want to uh, bless you uh, with these wonderful remarks and saying to you that we want you to go out into the nations and influence the nations. We want you to influence the nations. So we want to wish you and tell you goodbye. Until next week, you've been listening to the Kingdom Influencing Influencing Podcast. Podcast. This version is particularly called Simply Simply Us. Us. And we're talking about the selfless servant part two. We'll talk about the selfless servant part three on next week. Hey, we love you. And we'll talk to you later. Be blessed. God bless. Bye-bye.